Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning in to episode 147 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Music has always been important and supported in the region where I grew up. The local county community college has been the focus of many concerts, both that I've observed and participated in over the years, and their musical legacy goes back a long way. This album is a great example of what happens when there is civic pride in the talented music makers of the area. And the sponsor of this record has a special place in my and my family's history. So, through the concern and courtesy of Lakeland Community College and Citizen Savings and Loan Company in Painesville, get ready to hear your friends and neighbors from Northeast Ohio in concert in Volume 147, Lakeland Music. Lakeland, here's the music. The people of Lake County, Ohio, who play in the Lakeland Civic Orchestra, sing in the Lakeland Civic Chorus, and swing with the Lakeland Jazz Forum. All three groups are sponsored by Lakeland Community College and brought to you in this record album through the courtesy of Citizen Savings and Loan Company, Painesville, another expression of citizens' interest and involvement in community activities. Listen to conductor John Cox and the orchestra as they play Overture to Orpheus in Hades, better known today as Can-Can. Thank you. 
It's the Lakeland Civic Orchestra with a composition from Jacques Offenbach, selections from the Overture to Orpheus in Hades, or better known as the Can-Can. The Lakeland Civic Orchestra, under the direction of John Cox, includes more than 60 amateur and professional musicians working toward the highest standards of excellence for the cultural enjoyment of our home community. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, because of the solid ties to my hometown region in general, and my hometown specifically. The sponsor of this album hall also has a deep tie to my family, both through our patronage there over the years and the interesting collectibles that my dad indulged in. And I'll fill you in on that during this episode's interesting side note. The community college where all of this great music is based has been the hub of great performances over the years. In fact, I've performed in the Arts Center on a couple of occasions. One of those was the annual jazz festival they held and still do. In fact, 2023 marked the 51st year of the festival. Local school jazz bands play a concert in a contest format, looked over by professional musicians, and then a lot of those professional musicians put on concerts during the weekend. Dr. Matthew Saunders, chair of Lakeland's music department and director of the Lakeland Civic Orchestra, said, quote, The Lakeland Jazz Festival not only brings world-class musical talent to campus, but also impacts the lives of the young musicians whose ensembles are adjudicated and coached by working jazz musicians and jazz educators. Unquote. It was the scene of some terrifying moments on stage for me, as we were always extra nervous when we played there. And um, <clears throat> some of those stories are not exactly meant for this show. So when I came across this album from 1973, I knew there would be some good music and good performances on it, as I was very familiar with the quality of the civic music program at the college. And I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you. Now, we've heard from the orchestra and will again. We'll hear from the jazz forum in a bit, but here's our first one from the chorus. Thank you. 
Lakeland Civic Chorus with God Bless the Child, written by Arthur Herzog Jr. and Billy Holiday, arranged by Anita Kerr. The Lakeland Civic Chorus, under the direction of Romeo Palente, has been active since late 1972. This 45-member group has already delighted many audiences with its superb blending of voices, certainly a token of an exciting musical future for our area. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode. Various artists, we know there are three of them actually, Lakeland, Here's the Music, on the Century Advent recording label, Stereo 5810 is its number. It's a vinyl LP album stereo format, was released in 1973. Its genre is jazz and classical. Its style is modal, big band, swing, and choral. We will hear eight of the 13 songs on this album from the Lakeland Civic Chorus, Orchestra, and Jazz Forum. Now, there are a lot of liner notes, so I'll just read a portion here as I'm using other paragraphs to describe each group, and I will use the other two paragraphs later as well. Lakeland, Here's the Music, represents a unique and exciting cultural concept. This record album is a most unusual blending of more than 100 local musicians. In addition, it exemplifies the artistic results which can be achieved when the academic community and concerned business interests work in concert to further the causes of local cultural enrichment. The abundance of musical talent available in the Lakeland area has long been an asset, but a largely underheralded one. It needed to be encouraged, organized, coordinated, structured, and presented to the appropriate people. Only then could it be enjoyed by all members of our community. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. Well, it's never been sold on that website, although there are two available for sale, $10 and $22.22. I couldn't find any on Amazon, but eBay had several copies from $3 to $34.99. Now, my dad's record is in fair condition. There's not much hiss or crackle. 
which is surprising for it coming from a minor regional recording label that was pressed in 1973. The only skip on it was a song I was not going to be playing anyway. The cover is in good condition. This album does not look like it was played much, which is not unusual for a collection of this type. Most people will buy this because they're, they think they're supporting a cause rather than for what's on the album. Good thing there was so much good music performed by talented musicians on it. My dad has the normal address label on the front and the usual green magic marker streak on the back. Now, because this record has more meaning to me than just what's on it, I probably wouldn't sell it. But if I did, I could probably get a buck out of it. Okay, let's hear two from the Jazz Forum. Spinning my dad's vinyl.
It's the Lakeland Civic Jazz Forum with American Patrol, written by Frank White Meacham and arranged by Bob Bunton. And before that, we heard the forum with George Gershwin's Strike Up the Band, arranged by Sarge Parsons. The Lakeland Jazz Forum, under the direction of George Parrish, is truly a sound all its own, acclaimed as the only sponsored community jazz orchestra in the United States. This 20-member group performs concerts of both modern jazz and music from the big band era, oftentimes to standing room only audiences. Now, since there is no bio section for this episode, I will talk about the great community asset that is Lakeland Community College. Now, this is according to the back cover of the record album, of course, written in 1973. Lakeland Community College recognized the intrinsic value of this rich local asset. The college has generously and painstakingly devoted its administrative efforts and facilities to converting this musical potential into a reality. Most important, the college has undertaken sponsorship of all three groups heard in this album. Each of the groups, individually as well as collectively, are now being received with constantly increasing enthusiasm throughout the Lakeland community. Now, here's what I will add. Founded in 1967, Lakeland Community College was the first college in Ohio created by a vote of the people. Lakeland is the community college for the residents of Lake County, Ohio, and the region. Its ever-growing campus is thriving just south of Interstate 90 in Kirtland. While I never took any classes from Lakeland Community College, I know plenty of people who did. I have, however, visited the campus for many events and functions over the years. In fact, the two Cleveland Browns training camps I covered as a radio reporter were held on the Lakeland campus. I was there almost every day during the duration of those camps. The campus meeting rooms hosted many of the groups I have belonged to for one function or another. I've been fortunate enough to attend many parties in the Moreland Mansion on the campus. Built between 1898 and 1900, the historic turn-of-the-century mansion was originally used as a summer home for the Moore family of Cleveland. Listed on the National Register of Historic Places, Moreland was renovated and opened in 1998 as a conference center managed by the college. I've attended a few company Christmas parties there, and I watched my best friend's son get married there, too. So you can see why we consider the campus such a great community asset. Okay, let's hear the orchestra perform a tune from one of the most prolific composers ever.
Lakeland Civic Orchestra with selections of George Gershwin's Porgy and Bess. Okay, time now for this episode's interesting side note. And it has to do with the corporate sponsor of the record and its connection to my family. Now, this is from the album cover. Citizen Savings and Loan Company in Painesville, by making this album possible, has enabled the community to enjoy these citizen musicians on a vastly wider local scale. This participation by Citizen Savings and Loan, in fact, completes the cycle from local community residents who enjoy singing and playing music to the administrative guidance provided by the college and back to local community residents who enjoy listening to their friends and neighbors perform. It is still another expression of citizens' interest and involvement in community activities, a civic awareness which dates back to 1889 and is a key part of all future planning. Now, by the way, citizens ceased doing business in 1980. Yep, Uh, Citizen Savings was our family bank. It was where I had my first bank account, and we found many passbooks in boxes as we cleaned out my parents' house. But the bank building itself stood out within the historic part of Painesville. Well, that part that wasn't hacked down thanks to urban renewal of the 1970s. The building stood out because of its construction and maybe just a little because of its color. Blue brick. And here's where one of my dad's interesting collections comes in. My dad collected a lot of weird things during his life. I still have several thousand, if not tens of thousands of matchbooks in my possession. Going through those will be a project for my retirement. And I'm really glad I started with cataloging these records first. I'm having much more fun with those. Well, One of his more unique collections was that he collected banks of banks. You know, those personal small banks you kept on your dresser and put your change in every night. Then when it got full or you really needed to buy something, you'd pull out the key and empty it on the bed, count it all up, and then head off to the store. Well, the bank that I think started it all was the bank from Citizens Savings and Loan. My dad made sure all of my siblings had their own, and guess what? We all reclaimed our own Citizens Bank after my dad died. And yes, it's in my hands right now if you are not watching the video version. And no, I don't have a key anymore, so that's why you don't hear any change rattling around inside of it. He had several from Citizens, but dozens from banks from all over the country who did the same things. And uh, those were sold off during the estate sale. Now, citizens also seem to be pretty good at merchandising. I still have an ashtray they handed out. It's black glass with line art of Painesville landmarks in 1889. The covered bridge crossing the Grand River at Abbott's Mill and Main Street with only half of those buildings still standing. It shows the city courthouse and the main administration building of Lake Erie College, both of which are still standing. The college was all-female from its founding in 1856 until they became co-ed in 1885, so they were all major landmarks of the town. And the same design was also available on drinking glasses, and of course, my parents had a set, and I've had these two glasses since my dad passed. They are very thin glass, and I took them out of circulation a while ago. I was afraid they were going to break. And you'll always see the bank, the ashtray, and the glasses on the bookshelf in my office behind me during this show. Okay, now 
for two from the chorus. Thank you. 
the Lakeland Civic Chorus with Duke Ellington's Mood Indigo. I didn't even know there were lyrics for that song. And before that, we heard Joseph Miro's You Make Me Feel So Young, a Ray Conniff-inspired arrangement by Clay Warnick. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. I was really impressed with the quality of musicians and singers, and even impressed with the recording itself. Usually these kind of local records weren't done with any kind of quality. They were done quickly to raise money and be forgotten. The only issue I saw was how many composers they didn't credit, but did credit who arranged the song. There were several examples of that happening on this album, but I made those corrections for the episode. But Lakeland has always meant quality music and music programs to me. The annual jazz festival was something I used to really look forward to. Lately, I never seem to have the opportunity to attend any of the performances. I will definitely have to change that. I'm really glad my dad had this record, and I really enjoyed the memories it invoked. Okay, let's finish up with the Jazz Forum.
the Lakeland Civic Jazz Forum with selections from Jerry Box, Fiddler on the Roof, arranged by Roy Felipe. And there you have selections from a civic-minded community college known for its contributions to local arts. So thanks for tuning into Volume 147, Lakeland Music, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for a 78 RPM Sunday, Volume 148, Eight Sides from Decca. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. (laughs) 